Today's show is brought to you by Harry's. Please visit harrys.com and use the promo code BIGGESTPROBLEM to save $5 off your first purchase. Welcome to The Biggest Problem in the Universe, the show where we discuss every problem in the universe, from being black to Radio Shack. With over 5 million downloads, this is the only show where you decide what should or shouldn't be on the big list of problems. I'm Maddox. With me is Dick. Hey, what's up, buddy? And Sean, our audio engineer. Hello. Welcome back, guys. Hey. Big Radio Shack, big problem. Radio Shack. I think we can all agree with oh that, right? Oh, my gosh, yeah. Nonstop, oh, nonstop man. problems. So Not- many receipts come out of that fucking place. They do, they do generate a lot of receipts. Mm-hmm. How do we huge, do? Huge problem. Speaking of receipts. Speaking of receipts, Dick. The biggest problem in the universe last week was confirmation bias, oh. followed by internet addiction, and then burning your mouth on hot food. Okay. And surprisingly, receipts. Everything was a problem last week. Yeah, it is. Right. That's a success. We did it. We didn't fuck up. These are the problems we discussed last week. Everyone agreed that everything was a problem. Confirmation bias was the biggest, followed yeah. by internet. Addiction. Isn't that ironic, though? How's that? Like that confirmation bias being a problem would be voted all the way up. I mean, aren't you kind of like voting up that it's like, isn't that biased in and of itself? That confirmation bias is a problem? Yeah, that's like slacktivism being a problem. Only if you... Okay, you're voting it up, though. Of course you think it is. Only if you thought that confirmation bias was a problem before you listened to the show. And before we move on, I need to also introduce... We have a guest in studio today. Denzel, welcome to the show. Hola, hola. So Denzel... Denzel, Denzel is a very good friend of mine. Yeah, let me say that. He's a longtime fan of the show, a friend of the show. I'll say that. He came to the live taping of our show... The YouTube episodes that everyone hated. Uh, he, he was there for Did that. Did you hate those? No, I liked it. I liked okay, it a lot. Good answer. Yeah, but he's good here. Answer. He's here right now. You know, we'll see the comments with your with your uh, your your shadow accounts to see what what comments you you leave. But also Denzel, uh, very talented IT worker, and you work in that industry, right, in that field. Yes. And, and there's he, a very special reason why he's here. Can I say? Can we tease that <laughs> well, well, right up front? Before, we'll, we'll, we'll get to we'll, that. We'll get to it. I'm still doing the intro. Yeah. He also helped a friend of the show, Tom Phillips, from GameObliterator.biz, create his website. Yes. Yeah, Tom Phillips, who, uh, if the listeners remember, sent in some game reviews, uh, right. and we sent him to Germany to uh, E3 over there. Yeah. So, yeah, he, he helped create Tom Phillips' website. Thank you, Denzel. Great mm-hmm. website. It looks really awful. <laughs> oh, man. That was the point of it, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you nailed it. Oh, thank you. Tom it Phillips works. designed it. So what do, you, what do you want to say, uh, Dick? You want to tease that he's here for a very important reason? He's here for reason. a very important reason that we'll get to. <laughs> okay. We'll get to. <laughs> okay. I like to tease, man. You yeah. know that. Yeah. All right. You got any uh, You got any comments? Or I do. I, I got a comment from Jackson McIver. It's an email he sent me. Jackson he's, McIver or McIver? McIver. Mm. McIver. Lame. He says... You don't pay more. So he's problem. He's talking about the problem of internet addiction and why internet addiction is such a big problem. I didn't even get to this in the episode, but he says you don't pay more for taking on more internet like you do when you buy sixteen beers instead of three. Oh. So that's that's a good point because you have internet as much as you want. It's a one pay one time fee, and you can use it twenty four hours a day if you want. There is no physical aversion to too much internet. You don't get full. You don't get too drunk, and you don't pass out. You don't overdose and die, and you don't go blind from fapping too much. And and then also he said, if you're fapping while on the internet, you're triggering the most powerful instinct in your brain, the instinct of reproduction. Yeah. So we are we are linking the internet with our own survival. Yeah. And we he says carpal here, tunnel though. Well, that's first you of will all get carpal tunnel. That's what the internet is for. Yeah. And then also people do die. You said you had examples last week. 
Yeah, that's that's actually I mean, true. From like not to, I know there was like an Asian kid who didn't get up to take a piss for yeah. like forty eight hours. Yeah, multiple or people like die. Yeah, yeah, kids kids die because uh, parents slam them into closets. Uh, your brain thinks <laughs> it's time for the internet, which means it's time for sex, which means it's time for my literal reason for existing. Why aren't you on the internet? Go on the internet. Check the internet. There might be new tits you haven't seen on the internet. It's true. You need new tits. I'm sick of the old tits. Have Go you get tried new tits. Masturbating without the internet. Yeah, it's hard. <laughs> yeah. it is it is i feel i felt i felt uh naked without the internet like when i was masturbating without it were you naked i was naked but okay. like <laughs> also I, metaphorically also, you felt naked i felt metaphorically naked as well yeah i find myself if i if i don't have access to the internet and i have to masturbate i have to think about getting on the internet i fantasize about <laughs> yeah. what i would be looking at on the internet mm-hmm. I, I I imagine myself hitting Control T to open up a new tab, yeah. or Control oh, Shift N, yeah, 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 for the incognito window. Uh-huh. Denzel, many, you know, Denzel's nodding. Yes. How many free previews yeah. could I watch at this site? Uh huh. Oh, t- dude, that's too- why you open and close the incognito window so you can use as many free previews as you want. Oh my God! Yeah, you yeah. just increased my jerking off powers. Yeah, you could totally do that. Super clutch. Dick's gonna think about you, Denzel, next time he jerks off. I will now. More right. people should. All right, here's uh, here's some comments on. Uh, burning your mouth maddox likes to complain that you know burning your mouth is a big problem there isn't a big problem mm-hmm. but then says the q-tips those are huge problems people are going deaf <sighs> well i've burnt my mouth on food and i've never <laughs> gone deaf thanks to a q-tip so you know point one dick yeah. Maddox, you're One. fucking retarded. You should like go to school or something. Do what the smart people do. Yeah. Home, home retard. Mm-hmm. Sean bringing a fucking problem. Yeah, yeah Sean. Sean. I got a lot of emails this week. Yeah. yeah. I got a shitload of emails. Did you do, do you this? know why? Yeah, because yeah. I put on the intro for the last episode. Will Sean bring in a problem? Will a bunch of people find his email on the Who page and pressure him into it? We'll find out on the next episode. <laughs> you can tell you can tell I never go to the site, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that guy's an idiot. I don't know. I don't know if what that what we just heard was brilliant satire or just the ramblings of a dullard. And I think it's the latter yeah. because because if it was brilliant satire, he would be using confirmation bias to call in and, and make the case that Q-tips never have made him go deaf, whereas he has definitely burnt the roof of his mouth on hot food. Also, it's an incompetence problem. I saw a comment on SoundCloud. Someone commented and they said, Hey, Maddox, uh, so burning your mouth on on hot food is an incompetence problem, but jamming a Q-tip in your ear is not, how is that not an incompetence problem? You guys are all idiots. You didn't pay attention to the part of my problem where I said it's an addiction. They are saying that it's comparable to smoking a cigarette. And I've been trying, since I brought in that problem, Mm -hmm. trying not to use Q-tips, and I keep forgetting it's an impulse at this point. And it didn't used to be so bad, but there's this little tingle in your ear, and you have to itch it every single time you feel it. Really? I've been trying to use them like you do. Where I can like get off from it, yeah. I can't figure it out. Like I still just use it to get the sh- the water out of my ear, and then I throw it away. See, th- there wouldn't be water in your ear if you didn't take the wax out. The wax prevents water from going in your ear. No, no, like a- around like my ear, like the parts of my ear that are like flappy. Like yeah. I'm taking my headphones off right now, as you can see. Yeah, like, yeah. right there. You don't use a towel. Well, yeah, but you can't get a towel 
in there. You don't need to. You just wipe it off with a towel. Look, you and I are going to have to shower together so we can get this all figured out. I don't know what the fuck you're doing the, in there. I don't know what I'm doing wrong. I got to watch bonus, and take notes. We're going to do it for the bonus episode Yeah, coming up. All right, I got another uh, voicemail here. Hey, it's Dustin from Grand Junction, Colorado. I just want to say that Dick's Ritz are amazing. Oh, and thanks. as a son of a child who is hard of hearing and has to have hearing aids. Q-tips. <laughs> I would love so much for somebody that is proficient in sign language to do one of Dick's rants in sign language. Would I would do funny? it myself. It'd be pretty funny. But that having been said, I'm not female, so... When you see a female, like, signing really hard. No, I guess he signed, it. he signed off on the call there. Oh, <laughs> but that was, that's where the call should have ended, right? Yeah. Everybody's call yeah, should we be get cut it. in half. There Wh- you go. Wouldn't the sign language for one of Dick's uh, rants just be like a big middle finger? Just static. It'd be a lot of waving, a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of this, uh, you know, uh, putting your hand up to the forehead and pushing your hair back and uh, uh, sweat. We'd need a lot of sweat. Is it what's the sign language for sweat? It's just actual sweat, right? No, that's none of that's how sign language works. <laughs> I think it, I think it is. No, it's yeah. not like it's not like a pantomime. No, I saw I it's saw like the words. guy. I saw the guy at Nelson Mandela's funeral in Africa who was signing. Oh. He was he was doing a great oh. job. Yeah. All right. I, well, nobody remembers that. That's but a, I know what you're talking about. That's a great segue to start our problems. Because sure. I, look, I, you know, everyone knows that all I care about is helping society and addressing big problems. That's why I brought in domestic violence. We fixed that. Oh, sure. That's why we brought in uh, female genital mutilation. Fix that. True. Right? Actually, Nigeria banned it. Yeah. All here. Mm-hmm. So I wanted us. To have a, a an episode in this February, Black History Month, right? Everyone knows that. Everyone knows it's Black History Month. Yeah, but but what does that even mean? Does it's <laughs> it's not like Breast Cancer Month where it's just like an excuse to put a black guy on a package and sell it, right? Because yeah, that's what Breast Cancer Month. Here, that, put a pink ribbon on some orange juice. Here you go. You're thinking of tits now when you're buying orange juice. They don't do that for Black History Month, do yeah, they? I want there to be black people on more of my products. <laughs> I want there to be OJ on the OJ. Yeah, so I can think about black people while I'm buying the OJ. I want Cosby on my pudding. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you already have you already have Uncle Ben and Aunt Jemima. Yeah, that, that's it. That's two okay. products. Okay, and those on. are year round, Sean. Oh, I want shit. specific Black History Month products. Yeah, I want endorsements. Yeah. Yeah. So, the month. I'm so glad he laughed at that. <laughs> yeah, okay, so so Denzel is a black guy. Yes. Let's, yeah, right right Confirmed. out in the open for everybody to know. Because some people thought Tim Changs was a black guy. He's not a black guy. No. You can't you can't tell over radio. No. He's and just he, a skinny and, weirdo. And he's not a DJ. <laughs> Fuck you, Tim Chang. Oh, that's a bummer. <laughs> so I wanted us to have a problem that dealt with with racial relations in the world and in the US, but I wanted it to come from someone who's experienced them and who's educated about them. Yes. Right? And it just so happens that Denzel is both an engineer and a black studies major. Ex-black studies major. Ex- well, ex-black mm-hmm. studies major. Yeah. Uh so Funny story, uh, I was gearing up to go back to school, and then my mom passed away. So oh. I just said, no, I'm not going to go get this dumb degree anymore. You were done with it. 
Yeah. yeah. I still keep up with all the stuff because it's still an important part of my life. Yeah. Uh, seeing as how I used a lot of my years and time on it outside of, you know, closing the incognito tab and reopening it. Um, outside of jerking <laughs> off. Outside mean. of jerking off, yeah. yes. Right. We all have uh, that in common. Everybody needs a hobby. Right. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's very important to me. Um, what is? Well, what's the, so let's hear. So for the first time ever on the show, we're having a guest go first. And we'd like to hear what what is your problem this week? The biggest problem in the universe? Uh, being black. Being black. Okay. okay. Yeah. As as mentioned at the top of the show, uh, it's tough because I don't actually believe that being black is a problem. It's people right. reacting to me being black. Sure. That's a problem. And it's tough to say. It's tough to say. Like, why? I ha- why these problems exist, but they do. And I don't think there's a, an easy solution for any of it. Wait, what about this, Denzel? For the uh, semantics of your problem, because you 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 went back and forth at the top of the show before we, we started recording about the wording of being black, because being black implies that being black is the problem as opposed to people's reactions. So what about, what if the problem was black reactions, right? Because <laughs> it could be, it that's could work way, either way. That's way worse. <laughs> black reactions is a way more oh insulting, pro- like, no, controversial I so. problem. I Only because clever. you're picturing it in the one way you're picturing it. Picture it the wrong way. Yeah, I did. And then you listen to the episode, and people are like, oh, this show's really clever. Okay, well. <laughs> so okay. for your problem, I've got a, I've got a, spe- I've got a special thing here, because I would like to try to make it through the whole episode without being called a racist, right? Wow. But I'm going to need tough, your help. Tough call. I, I don't think I'm going to make it. I'm going to need your help on that. I've brought in some race cards here. <laughs> they work. They're four pieces. Oh they're goodness. four pieces of construction paper, green, yellow, orange, and red, like the terror alert. Mm-hmm. You're familiar with the terror. Everyone knows the terror alert. Yeah, right? of course. Very helpful. Yeah, very helpful to yeah. know whether we're always in the process of being attacked by terrorists. Right. right? I like to I like to go out on, I go out on days that are orange or yellow, never red. I stay home when yeah. it's red. Yeah. It's a thermometer of how good a job the NSA is doing, right? Yeah. Like if yeah. it's an orange, the N- that presumably the NSA is like, "Oh, we we really fucked a lot of things up this week. Let's try to do better." Or they are doing their job. I think if it's red, they're 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 on high terror alert. We know what the color is. Yeah, Any, it's, it's very useful. Anyway, we're going to start off on green. I feel like I feel like that's a good start. If we if if anything starts getting if I start approaching being a racist, you you pull you pull the green and make it yellow. Okay. 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 All right. I'm going to leave that up to you. I'm very liberal when it comes to this sort of thing. If basically the only way you're going to get to red is if you say the N word or something. The actual N word or the phrase the N word. The can I say it? No. Well, you can do. You can say say whatever you want, Denzel. That's kind of the point, isn't it? It's really, it's really the least we can do. (laughs) Denzel, here's the thing: you can say it, but just be warned, buddy, because my hand's near that red card too. All right. Okay. I'll be pulling the red card. Are you? What? What are you? You're gonna you're gonna say I'm a racist? I'll t- I'll pull that. You say he's a racist. I'll, I'll say anyone's a racist. Oh, okay, so yeah. how condescending is that? <laughs> Don't get offended on behalf of other people. No, I'm not. Oh, geez. but I'm just yeah, calling that's it. That's a huge problem, Sean. It is, Sean. Okay, I'm, well, glad, I'm yeah. glad you brought that let's up. Your problem. Yeah. Well, let's so, get into the problem. Yeah. So initially, uh, when I was when I was doing the research, it was full of a lot of stats, and I ran it by Dick, and Dick said, "You know what? You got to make it more relatable." So. I brought in a bunch of anecdotes. Uh, one of the one of the problems that I have uh, regularly is with racial profiling, right? So, uh, racial profiling with the police is probably a good thing uh, for the most part because. Sorry, say that again. Racial profiling is probably a good thing with the police. Okay. Uh, mainly because, I mean, look, if you're a cop, it's tough because you can't just pull people at random, right? 
And I mean, you could really, but the issue comes with uh, what neighborhoods you're patrolling and who you're looking at for crimes. And yes, the statistics will back up like in high crime areas. There are a lot of minorities living in those areas. So if you're stopping a high number of minorities, you're probably in those neighborhoods. Yeah. So if you look at stop and frisk, a.k.a. Terry stops, uh, which in New York is when without probable cause, uh, police officers can kind of just stop you and search you. Mm. You got to have your ID on you at all times. And if they find drugs on you, then you're arrested. But with the statistics that I found from um, NYCLU.org, a nonprofit that monitors police activity in New York. Right. Uh, so they found that most of the people that were getting stopped uh, during stop and frisk cases, 81% of them were innocent. So right. hmm. chances are, and of that, it's 54% of the people stopped were black. Hmm. Uh, it's n- around 9,000 people. That's a, hu- that's a huge number. And also, uh, Denzel, you said something that we kind of glossed over, that they stop and frisk people without probable cause, which is unconstitutional. You're not allowed to do that. You have to have probable cause. It violates the Fourth Amendment. It the Fourth does. Amendment, yeah, you have to have probable cause. You cannot unlawfully search or seize anyone's property. In the United States. And the stop and frisk procedure, uh, I think it was was Giuliani the one who who enabled it? Yeah, Giuliani made the case that stop and frisk reduces crime. And stop and frisk – and so, there are these videos that are starting to surface on the internet of some of these kids who have been stopped and frisked. And they told the cops, I haven't done anything wrong. Lay off. Don't bother me. You're not allowed to seize my property. And the, and the cops – and they, they're secretly recorded, but these cops start cussing out these kids – and threatening these kids in a way that is right of mobsters, like mafia people, don't aren't this ruth, ruthless and brutal with their threats. You know, th- these are these are really nasty guys. Like the the, the threats that they're give, that they're um, that they're issuing here. Not all the cops, obviously, but like you know, hashtag not all cops. Uh, <laughs> Enough of them. Well, yeah. any any is too much because well, these are the people that we have entrusted. These are the people that we have put in power. With authority that not regular citizens have, and for them to abuse that authority is an egregious travesty. Because when your caretakers violate your trust, who do you turn to? What authority is there beyond the authority? None. And the problem, one of the one of the biggest issues that I have is that you're not allowed to like uh, fight against cops. You're not allowed to if somebody's if. If a cop says something patently false to you, right. you're supposed to just stand there and agree. Otherwise, I don't believe personally that you really have a choice when you're dealing with cops. So if a cop pulls me over and says, can I search your car? He's saying, I'm searching your car. Right. And I can say, no, you're not. But then he can detain me until right. he Wait, can- so you think you have to tacitly agree to police searches? Uh, is that it, a race thing or you just think it, that- it might be. The cop is going to find a way to get in there. If he wants in the car, he could name a number of things that say, oh, yeah, now I have probable cause, right? Exactly. Even so much as rolling down your window because the cop can simply say, oh, I smelled marijuana. Whether or not the cop actually smelled marijuana, if it came down to it in in court, the cop is never going to get in trouble for lying about that because there's no evidence. There's no way to test his olfactory nerves to see if he actually smelled marijuana or if there was marijuana in the car, well, regardless of whether or not he found it after the fact. Because if he searches your car because he thought he smelled marijuana and he was wrong because there was no marijuana in the car, well, 
you know what? He, the cop says, oh, my mistake. I guess it wasn't marijuana I was smelling. He can lie and, and give any excuse to search your car. Exactly. Yeah, I guess uh, I'm more of a prick to cops. See, like, you can get away with that. Well, I guess that's what I'm leading into. Yeah. Like, how much of a prick can you be to cops? I haven't tested it. I'm never <laughs> going to because uh, you know cops are people too, right? Yeah. And I don't, I don't necessarily go around messing with people that I know I can't take in a fight mm. because they they have guns. So let's say I start popping off all wild to a cop, mm-hmm. and he. He's like, I've had enough of this. He pulls out his taser, his pepper spray, his gun, or anything. I could end up in a really bad spot. Sure. And it's easier to just go with the flow. Well, you also said that you, I mean, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but you said you agreed with racial profiling a little bit at the beginning. I mean, yeah, because there's no easy solution, right? There's, you, I want to say like, yo, spread it out all equally, but- if there's a high crime rate in an area, mm-hmm. it's your duty as a police. And by being tax funded, you have to go out and see what's going on in that area. I got and some stats for you just to agree with what you're saying. Called concentrated poverty. So yes. I was looking at poverty rates and like uh, black people versus everyone else. And uh, this idea of concentrated pro- poverty where it's not like um, you think if you imagine a, imagine a poor area and you think everybody's in there poor, but that's not the case. Turns out that an area that's predominantly poor is by an overwhelming majority black, where poor white people will be spread out all over the city, right? Yeah. So I think that's in agreement with what you're saying about why if you're policing one small area, like, you, yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, and you, maybe you have some uh, some stats on this uh, too, Denzel, but uh, does I think part of it has to do with um, a history in our country where we have we have in the past – segregated black communities into red zones and this is very apparent in omaha actually i don't know if you guys have uh, ever been to omaha uh, in nebraska but you can see this clear demarcation in the city where there's the black neighborhoods and the white neighborhoods and the black neighborhoods they just look different you can see you can see the line that the house is more dense the they trees got muppets aren't, are, all over them <laughs> <laughs> yeah i know i've seen that those areas the trees yeah everyone's learning how to spell isn't that where the phrase like the other side of the tracks comes from? Oh, I don't know, maybe. Yeah, yeah I've heard yeah. I've heard that. Yeah. What do you well. what do you know about that Denzel? Cuz I'm sure you you've done some research and you're like uh, So uh there there are a lot of causes and honestly I can only speculate because there's not necessarily a way to pin down the root cause of it, but if you look at it like racist uh rental uh and leasing agreements or um vices in who people who are renting out apartments and leasing apartments will rent to. Right. So you let's say like me, for instance, granted, like the stereotype says, I have terrible credit, but for uh, various reasons. Uh, so if I try to go rent out a place, credit notwithstanding, um, they can say no for whatever reason. They can say your credit's not high enough. And uh, I think, what, 750 is a good score? Yes, great score. Uh, seven hundreds, all right, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, so. even even six hundred, you're you're doing okay. Oh, all right. So I do have seven fifty. You got seven fifty credit score. That's great. I have like six eighty. Oh yeah, that's fine. Yeah, you're fine. Okay. So I've been denied based on my credit score. So I like a six eighty. You guys telling me that six eighty is good is great news for me. Yeah. But there, if you say no and you say you cite my credit score, but my credit score is actually like decent. It's it's plausible to say that you're denying me for another reason. And where is this at? I live down in San Diego. What do you think they're denying you for? 
I, what reason? You know, it could be a number of reasons. It could be that I'm black. It could be that I'm young. Mm. Like if I'm, if they feel like if the combination of me being black and young in that apartment leads th- to them believing that I'm going to while out and throw vicious parties every weekend and like be playing loud music all the time, yeah. then they, they could say like, we don't want to rent to you. Yeah. Maybe, maybe the landlord was a really hot babe in her twenties and she was just too tempted by you. Oh, <laughs> right. She doesn't want you as a, as a tenant because she'd be too tempted passing by your, your room every day. Cause I'm, he's black. No, because he's Denzel. Oh, okay. I'll take (laughs) handsome guy. I'll take either. (laughs) Hey, wait. That's a good. That's a good question because that was one of the funniest things I thought on your list was online dating. Yeah, yeah. If you so if you go online, there are a few sets of statistics that have come out from OkCupid, and um, there's another site that covers. It's like Colonel Mag. Never heard of it. No, No, it doesn't matter. All right. So basically, what they've come out to say is that. On websites, interracial dating is becoming something that's not so common. Mm-hmm. And they released that stats in 2009. And I think they updated the stats in 2014 that say, like, basically, if you're if you're white, you got it. Like, it's popping for you. Right. You got you can get as many dates like people are more more likely to respond to you if you're white. But if you're black or uh, I believe Indian was the other race, like you're not really seeing much return in anything that sucks well here's yeah. the thing we know that if you were born a white male in the united states you have hit the world lottery says sean well yeah, yeah. Says, no. says sean. yeah. well here i mean here's the thing no the, you have you have every advantage that yeah. society can possibly give yeah kind of but also like tell that to a homeless white person a, a homeless white male uh you know there's there are there are you know, if you just wanted to say, do in you think general, he has? Don't you think he has more opportunity than a homeless black male? Well, possibly, yeah. Denzel, um, what do you think? I think the the white guy's got it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if you're homeless and black, mm, you're probably not getting as much love as as your white counterpart. No, yeah. that's true. It's, it's probably you do have a lot of uh, a lot of disadvantages. But uh, I, I remember uh, another one of my black friends a long time ago said. If he had an opportunity to be reborn, he said he would choose to be a a, a white male uh, because mm. he would he would. What be, if it was Hitler? <laughs> he he hey, said Hitler especially had, Hitler. <laughs> yeah, Hitler had it going for a few years. He was a terrible person, but he had he had he could have he could have eaten anything. Well, he did a he lot of bad things. Germany. I don't know if you say he a made person. He, he made, made a lot. He made decisions. a lot of he made a lot of bad art, guys. Yeah. Can we can we all agree <laughs> his art is not that great? Yeah. What else? What's the crux of your like? I, I get that the I mean we've we've gone over racial profiling, over credit scores, but what really what do you think is the crux of your of your problem? So when looking at this problem, I feel like for the most part, it's what I have to deal with personally. That really gets me. Which is what? Uh, so it's a lot of just, I don't want to say microaggressions because that's kind of a loaded term and pretty bullshit. Well, but, don't say that. And it's you're a, just you're a white up. you're a real white knight, Denzel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm out here white knighting for the black folks. Yeah, everywhere. You're the whitest knight there is. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that like a position in the KKK? <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. a card. That's a card. That's yeah. a card. Yeah, you're gonna go get to yellow. You get an orange card. Orange card, Sean. Orange card. Sean. Orange card. Inappropriate. Mm-hmm. In well, a, I wanted to get it for like the Aunt Jemima thing. But. <laughs> no. Okay, red. You're red. I'm calling the red card, Sean. You get that for for Aunt Jemima there. I'm totally taking Dick's bit. <laughs> it's uh, yeah, you're there for everyone. You're taking Dick's tip. <laughs> I said bit, you asshole. 
So what are the microaggressions that you're so obsessed with? So, <laughs> <laughs> so here are a few uh, anecdotes from my life that I've had to deal with. Okay. Uh, so as as when I was living up here in L.A., uh, we went to this bar, and outside of the bar. Uh, there was this uh, family, like uh, there was a grandmother, I think, and a child. So, and they speak Cantonese, and my buddy speaks Cantonese. So the kid asks his mom, "Mommy, is that man made of chocolate in <laughs> okay. Cantonese?" Yeah. And it was really adorable. Yeah. And my friend tells me, and. The and you said, come turns. over here and taste and find out. And then the cops <laughs> the showed up child. and started being dicks yeah. and racist for uh, no risking you. Mm-hmm. And uh, the mother's response to the child was like, no, honey, that's a nigger. Oh. <laughs> and I was like, uh, and wow. this was, this exchange uh, Denzel, happened. Denzel, that's very, yeah. very inappropriate. <laughs> Denzel, you got a red card. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. And like I, I regularly, I, I, for the most part, I do my shopping exclusively online yeah. because I legitimately, when I go into a place, I am followed around the store. Yeah. It's ridiculous. I was just talking to a, a black friend of mine the other day who said that she was walking around in a store and they follow you around and it's different because you can you can sit there and you can observe them and this isn't confirmation bias either. Just go do it. Like look look inside. Like go to Abercrombie and Fitch. Like walk into the store yeah. and watch how these the uh, these store clerks react to different customers. Yeah, I went to where I were you to, at? Uh, so first place was I was in uh, in REI. And yeah. the second place was the Apple store. And they follow you around. And an Apple store? They oh, follow you around? Oh, of course. Fucking yeah. Apple. Oh, my yeah. God. Those fascists. R- REI. Yeah. You think you're going to sneak out with like a tent under your shirt right? or something? <laughs> That's exactly like, oh, I'm going to break into the jewel case and steal a knife and start stabbing up employees. Yeah. yeah. Like, it, it, it's crazy because when I was in the Apple store, uh, I was wearing a hoodie, standard hoodie. It's got the kangaroo pouch in the front. And I could see this guy who's standing maybe like 10 or so feet away right. from me. He's like trying to get a look inside of it. And I'm like, after a certain point, like when I notice somebody's doing something, like I don't necessarily call them out, but he was looking inside. So I just take all the shit out of my pockets and I show him. And it's like my cell phone, my keys. And that sucks. And I've yeah. never been followed around like that, but I know uh, I'm 100% sure if I'm going to get treated like a criminal, I will behave like a criminal. Oh, like dude, it wow. takes me, it, co- it takes every ounce of of my willpower to not behave poorly all the time. If I, if someone like that would nudge me a little bit over, it would be fucking bedlam. I'm like, oh yeah, no, you know what? I'm walking out with this monitor. Go ahead. What's the protocol for that? Yo, you you figure it out, tough guy, because your job <laughs> is not loss prevention. It's serving customers. This isn't your stuff. Like, you're yeah. not protecting your stuff. This weird part in your brain thinks that you should be protecting this shit, but that's not your job. Not so at let's, all. let's see. So I have a, uh, a note from Randy the Racist. <laughs> right. <laughs> and he's saying, isn't that racial profiling uh, that you didn't think was bad? Well, that's, no, I was going to guess. The, I was, was going to ask you, too. Like, do you think that's ingrained racism or do you think they've had experience with, like, black crime? Like, I, predomin- like a predominant so, black crime. It's it's funny because the Apple store that I was at in particular, and that's a good question, but the Apple store in particular, I was it's in a very, very white neighborhood, very white neighborhood. And like it's near UCSD. And so I I think it's more so ingrained racism because mm. not a whole like I've I lived down the street from that mall for like eight or so years. And I used to go to that mall every day. And it's rare to see like more than like 
10 or 15 black people in an eight hour time span at mm-hmm. that mall. And like, I would just buy Apple products online. Like, I don't know who's physically going into Apple stores other than me on that day. Like, but it's or, weird. Or like, maybe don't deal with that horseshit and stop buying Apple products. How about yeah, that? I mean, How about I that? would, well, if yeah. that were the case, then I would have to stop buying a lot of products. Well, here's the thing. Um, for for uh, all joking aside, seriously, everyone should stop buying Apple products. For real. <laughs> okay. they, they, no, no. no. Let, hear strike? me out. Hear me out. Because they block my website in their stores. Oh, they yeah. censor me. <laughs> fuck Apple and fuck you for supporting Apple. That, that goes for everyone who has Apple products. Everyone listening right now in this room and everyone who's listening at home, fuck you. Because if, if Apple had their way, you wouldn't hear this podcast. You wouldn't hear – you wouldn't see my website and they – completely whitewash it fuck yeah. that company fuck yeah. apple that's a, that's a weird personal issue you know what yeah. and Denzel, your ability to even say that s- sentence would be gone if apple had their way fair enough mm-hmm. i mean it's not that the internet exists and you have plenty of platforms to publish things on and need yeah. to be in apple stores no you don't need <laughs> apple shit apple's garbage anyway uh okay. so moving on uh, denzel um, so a lot of times people, racist people, um, uh, Donald Trump tweeted a tweet a while back where Do you think it Donald was, Trump's racist? Let me ask you that. Uh, I'm speaking on behalf of all black people. Do you think Donald Trump's racist? So as, as the authority the on ambassador myself, of blacks, yeah. yes, yes, yes yeah, uh-huh. the ambassador of black yeah. people, yes. uh, honestly, no, okay. I think he's just doing it to get a rise out of people. Yeah. There people are a lot of people getting a rise out of suckers. Yeah. Right? I, yeah. Well, here's here's the thing. <laughs> Donald Trump, I don't know. I don't know. We don't have enough evidence to conclude that Donald Trump is racist. However, he does retweet a lot of racist people, uh, people who are actually uh, members of the KKK, people who have affiliations to neo-Nazis and the American white supremacist party and all these other different. Uh, so uh, guilty I'm, by I, association. I, no, I don't think, he, I don't think he is guilty by association. Well, I'm just saying, one of the things he retweeted a while back was this statistic, which says, uh, all you know, the, the number of uh, black criminals is higher than the number of white criminals and the number of, uh, uh, you know, uh, Mexican criminals, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. You look into those statistics, it's very easy to refute because it's not true. The majority of, of crime that's a, that occurs to white people is done by white people because they are the majority of the population. However, there is a disproportionate amount of black people who are in prison and in, who are incarcerated. Just by being pulled over, you are way more likely to be incarcerated as a black person than a white person because you have a, a much higher likelihood of being pulled over in the first place and the punishments are much higher against black people once they are incarcerated. Uh, and some of that may have to do with here's I took a class I took a class in college called Education in Society. Uh, and in this class we talked about a very interesting phenomenon, which is they studied black students who went to different types of schools, uh, private schools, public schools, schools in inner city areas uh, that were impoverished and schools that were that were in affluent areas. And they expected that the black students who went to the affluent areas with good parents who tried to take an interest in their lives and tried to educate them, they, they found that sometimes those students still struggled. And there's there's a, a, a professor, I think he's a professor or a sociologist. His name is John Ogbu. Are you familiar with his work? John Ogbu, I highly recommend everyone read, read this guy's work. It's pretty telling. It's pretty informative. What he found is when they interviewed these black students who were not doing well on tests, they asked them why, and they said because they didn't want to. And they viewed the test as, um, they associated that test with assimilation, cultural assimilation. And the more likely the kids were to answer this way depended on how 
non-traditional their names were. So if their names were something like Obama or um, Denzel, uh, yeah, possibly Denzel, they were more likely to do poorly on tests because they viewed that as cultural assimilation. And so they rejected it as, as, uh, as part of their heritage that they felt that they were plucked at, you know, it, it, at some point they were plucked from Africa, brought here as slaves. And, and as that, they were trying to, uh, become white. And they viewed that the test itself was one instrument with which white people tried to assimilate them. What do you what think do you, about that? Yeah. What do you think I, about that's that? The deal. That's it's definitely true. Right. To some, to some degree, <laughs> to some I, degree. That's, uh, that's a reach. That's a reach. Yeah. Interesting. It's, Why? Uh, I, I feel like that. I'll tell I you mean, this. Like, I know some white people who say the same thing. It's that they don't want to succeed also because it's rejecting their poor heritage. It's like, I, I don't know. That, 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 could be, that, that should just, be the case, yeah. It just comes off as an excuse to me. So in, in school, I did pretty moderately, mainly because I wasn't, I, like, I didn't want to be there mm-hmm. until I, I switched to a charter school. And that uh, actually, my grades shot up because. Charter schools. Yeah. It They're was, awesome. They, yeah. Some yeah. of them are awesome. Like, yeah, screw you, Robin. Yeah. Work, Robin. On, work at your own pace and kind of dictate how when the work gets done and how fast. And a lot of it was just like, you know, I can do the work faster. I don't need to sit here and wait for you to get there. Yeah. Right. And But what do you think of that rejecting the culture thing? The re- rejecting that just I mean, that sounds very hotepian to me. What's that? Uh, mean? <laughs> Like it's Bubba a, Imhotep? No, no. It's a it's a sect of people who are just like very uh, focused around the roots of black people in Africa, mm. and it reaches like levels of like five percenterism, where okay, it's like me, everybody's what, a what god. It's an ideology uh-huh. where it's basically like every person is a god. Yeah, and so they they talk to each other in a specific manner, and it's like. A crazy ideology. It's not quite a religion, okay. but it's very popular among black people. Oh, interesting. Uh, mm-hmm. Where it was in the mid '90s. If you listen to a lot of uh, like mid '90s rap music, yeah, you'll hear people refer to each other like "What's 5%. up, God?" Oh, like I see. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. So let me throw those because I did bring in those homicide numbers from mm-hmm. the FBI. Uh, white on white homicides, twenty five hundred. Black on black, twenty two hundred. Well, yeah, because yeah, definitely. What's going on there? So yeah, go ahead, Denzel. uh, So when you when you grow up in an impoverished area, Mm -hmm. uh, you don't know what you don't know, like about the outside, right? So you'll get stuck in like a cyclical uh, ideology when you're living in like kind of a beat down area where you sell drugs to earn money because corporations have pulled out of the area that you live in because it's so run down and like poorly kept and the schools are closing down. So you have nothing to do all day. Right. So if you live in an impoverished area, you got to get paid somehow. Right. So you sell drugs and when you sell drugs and when there's a lot of money involved, the likelihood of getting shot or being hurt goes way up. There's a, there's a reason why, uh, at least when I was a kid, my mom used to tell me all the time, like, if you get involved in this kind of stuff, you'll either end up dead or in jail. And there's a reason why there are young OGs on the streets, right? I'm not, I'm not saying that I've, I'm from the hood or anything like that and that I've got experience with gangs and drug dealing. But the reason why there's young OGs is because the older people are either dead or in jail. That's not something that's made up. 
Yeah. Right? right. So you go out and you sell these drugs, you get this money, you get killed. There's also that staggering statistic that uh, that said uh, it was a really high percentage of of black male uh, black males who who are of the fathering age who are just in jail right now. Some ridiculously high amount. I heard, right? Do you have that? Do you, either of you have that no, statistic? I thought no. it was like 40% of the jail population is black. Like, I don't know. Yeah. You mean percentage of the population that's in jail? The, yeah. Specifically uh, father-aged uh, black uh, black men. I, I read some statistic a while back that, that talked about how a lot of a lot of kids might be raised without a father figure because a lot of them are one. just jailed. Yeah. Okay. So this is another single parent family. Because I think, I think if you don't have a dad, you're fucked. Like I see every anytime I see all, like rampant crime or anything like that, it's like, well, yeah, your dad's not around. You're totally fucked. Sucks not to have a mom. Ab- absolutely would be horrible, right? But you don't have a dad. Oh my god! Well, especially <laughs> okay. as a boy. Especially as a boy, like well, you got no, you got no god. You have no, th- you have no threat of punishment or th- is this is what I'm saying crazy? I don't, I don't know that it applies. I know a lot mm-hmm. of guys. I know a lot of friends who are uh, single. They have single parents, both male and female, just a mother or or a father independently, and they're they're they seem to be fine. They they have different challenges. Well, Con- here's the confirmation stat. bias. I mean, yeah, that's true. Indian single parent families. Indian fifty two percent. Asian sixteen percent. Black sixty seven percent. White twenty five percent. So we're talking about three times the amount of kids without a without a dad around. What the hell? How do you stop that? <laughs> right? Oops, uh, How do you knock those numbers down? Because I, I think that's a I think that's a big problem. That is, I mean, I too uh, grew up without a dad in the house. Oh shit, man! But he lived really close anyway, so it's not like I never saw him. It was a se- it was a separation situation. Yeah, yeah. Okay, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I did. There's there's also those statistics too, where your parents are separated and you you get joint custody and. and uh, mm. So I I also have a friend who uh, he's young Jewish fellow uh, who grew up without a dad and he turned out completely fine. I feel like it's got it's got a lot to do with the environment that you're in. Sure. And it's if you grow up in a poor environment, like there's there's a good chance you're just going to your life is going to be terrible. Mm. So, so so some of these statistics, like people try to tout like, oh, well, there are more black people in jail. Therefore, they're, they're creating crime. And they try to pin it to the skin color, which if you think about what that actually means, think about what they're actually saying is that the amount of melanin in your skin directly correlates <laughs> to how likely you are to commit a crime. No other no other fact. And then some of these people. Who, yeah, but I don't think they're saying only that. Well, the, yeah, well, I'm getting to that. What else they, they're saying is. They tried to make a scientific case for why they think that uh, uh, black people are more likely to commit crime. Yeah. And they resort to phrenology. There's a Do lot. You know what- there's much more sophisticated reasons than phrenology. Okay, you remember what I said about how concentrated poverty is predominantly a black problem? Yeah. Like overwhelmingly. Have you ever heard of lead poisoning? Yeah. Have you, you have? Yeah. Well, what is it? Then? Lead poisoning causes cognitive disorders and cognitive disabilities. If you Major get lead, in, ones. yeah. If you like, get if you get lead in in the water, like right now in Flint, Michigan, there has been lead poisoning in the water supply. Which the if kids drink, it causes severe cognitive impairment that is irreversible. Yeah, and aggression problems. Like it turns you into a criminal. Hmm. Lead poisoning. Yeah. So you've got cities that are crammed with poor black people. Poor black kids growing up in an environment over the last 30 years 
where we're pumping lead into the air out of our cars, right? Before unleaded gasoline. Sure. This is a real thing. Yeah. So saying that it's just their skin color is a little, you know, a cherry picking because this is a, this is a, this is real. This is real that we, that all these black people are crammed together in these cities and then we're pumping brain killing poison into it. Well, like, yeah, Dick. The the point was though, phrenology is uh, phrenology. I think is how it's pronounced. Is is a discredited uh, uh, pseudo scientific theory that someone came up with in the 1800s, where they studied the skulls of black people versus white people, and they said, "Aha, there's some differences," which is just insane because. Uh, first of all, the differences are not consistent. They're not measured. They they cherry pick different types of skulls, and they found no difference in the t- in the skull shape and how likely you are to commit a crime. It's a it's a long discredited theory. But these are these are the theories. Rather, like what you said I've right now. I've never heard phrenology. Yeah, that's because it's a discredited as, pseudoscience. No, no. I mean, I know what phrenology is, but I haven't heard of it since like the 1800s. Oh my gosh! Look at my Twitter feed. I'm talking. I'm talking to all these racist <laughs> dipshits all the time. All they're saying is phrenology this and phrenology. That. I'm like, dude. And I look at their their profiles, and they're yeah. all they all they have ties to white supremacist groups. I don't know. You got to stop listening to white supremacist groups. I don't. This is. I'm yeah. talking about NPR. That's that, that's what they're saying. Well, NPR. So th- what's interesting is who's the guy who ha- who who had that racist outburst? The uh, the the he used to own the Clippers. Sterling, oh, Donald, yeah. Sterling. Oh, Donald yeah. Sterling, Donald Sterling, Donald Sterling was like everybody had a big a big shit. Did fit you think that was racist? Yes, you did. Yeah, yes. okay. He didn't want his girlfriend to to be seen with black people. Yeah, that's that's. <sighs> Okay, yellow with card, Matt, Dick. With no, yellow no, card. No, no, you don't get to give those out. Well, Denzel, hand this to Dick. <laughs> well, your, your girlfriend's seeing, like, younger guys. What are you going to say? He specifically like said blacks. I feel like if you're Donald Sterling, you should have that expectation already for your relationship. You're not paying for exclusivity. You're paying for discretion at a certain point. So she should be able to see whoever she wants. Saying that you want my don't want my Magic Johnson at your games is Magic Johnson. I'm sure he's a nice guy. He smiles a lot. Yeah. He's a, he's fun, and he you're discriminating against a man with AIDS, yeah. HIV. That's doubly yeah, racist. HIV. You're it's racist if you discriminate against, against people. AIDS. Yeah, racist against yeah. AIDS. But yeah. here's the thing, guys. The what what's being lost in the woods here, uh, or lost in the weeds, is Donald Sterling. What he said is uh, is. Is chicken shit. It's the tip of the iceberg. Oh, yeah. Donald Sterling's real crime is that he's a slumlord. Donald, St- yeah. Donald Sterling's real crime is that he helped create these conditions for these these poor inner city black kids because he specifically discriminated against black people in his housing projects. Well, and other minorities too. And uh, yeah. he knew that they would not have the resources to fight him on it. Absolutely. If they're, if they're Hispanic, right. they may be illegal. Right. If they're black, they're probably not going to have the funds to hire a lawyer and fight him on this kind of stuff. So he was just, you know, he maximized his profit by doing super unscrupulous things. And especially Perfect if crime. you're, and especially if you're black and you might have any kind of warrants out for you for any uh, any reason, not even not showing up for uh, jury duty or, uh, you know, having a, a a parking fine you haven't paid. If you're if you have that right because you happen to be poor and you can't afford to pay these 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 uh, outrageous parking fees. 
then you're not going to be going to the police for their help in dis- in uh, in housing discrimination issues. You're not going to be going to any authority. You're going to take it take care of it yourself. And also, there's a sense of pride at some point where uh, if you have a problem at some point, you have to take care of it yourself as opposed to just always going to the police or always going to some authority who may or may not do anything. And more likely than not, they're not going to do anything. Donald Sterling's a very powerful, rich man. The shit that he said about black people, who gives a shit? That's that's nothing compared to the slumlord. Uh, and he 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 ha- he actually settled a huge lawsuit uh, back in the 90s, I believe, right? about this this very issue that's being swept under the rug because of what he said like let's let's not let's not lose sight of the forest for the trees here yeah i mean donald the funniest part is at least to me is the justice system isn't necessarily built to distribute justice because like if you if you have enough money you can hire enough lawyers to basically bankrupt anybody who's suing you affluenza voted up people yeah i mean look well, if, except the government. Yeah, with You're the exception of the government. But then yeah. you have to you have to rely on the government to be competent enough to do their jobs. And that's that's tough. Uh, fascinating problem. I also have a little bit of st- uh, st- uh, statistics to add to this. Did you know that it costs more to adopt a white baby than it does a black baby? Yeah, that's gross. Yeah. Uh, people looked into it and people are trying to find any kind of non-racial explanation for this. No. And the. <laughs> the it's, it, well, it's, who's adopting the babies? Baby. Yeah, as it mean, it's it, you know it, it is mostly white people, but uh, of course they would want. But there are there are so many there are a lot of instances of black people adopting white kids, and the that is such a fascinating phenomenon to me. I would love to interview. I'm actually doing research right now to to, to get in contact with some of these kids who were raised by black parents, but they're white. And the looks they get when they're out in public, uh, even uh, there was one anecdote I read where someone even uh, said that they, they were approached by another couple in public and asked if they needed help, if they were being kidnapped, if everything was okay. <laughs> I yeah, read the, that. Yeah. yeah. The, the guy, the kid, the guy was like, yeah, they're my, they're my parents. Everything's fine. They're my parents. So like, well, how, how it's like, <laughs> how about mind your own fucking business? Everything's okay. That's that that would be is weird a- to see. I mean, it's look, unusual. I mean, yeah, you'd want to ask. Hey, you're not a cop. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. You don't want to ask. I'm curious. Hand dick more yeah. card. More card. Why? That's not racist. <laughs> That's racist. Why is that racist? I you want to ask? The, the, the whole thing, at least for me, is like when I'm in public, I want to be left alone. Like, right. For the most part. And I understand there's a social contract that you sign invisibly when you when you leave the house, like yeah. somebody can talk to you. People can do whatever they want. But ultimately, I don't want to be followed to my car anymore. I don't want to be followed to my apartment anymore. I don't want to be followed around stores anymore. I don't want to have things thrown at me while you shout uh, the N word. Uh, when does that ha- when does that happen? How often oh, does that happen? To you? Uh, so it, it doesn't happen to me much anymore. Or it hasn't happened in a while. I had an old lady spit at me and call me a nigger recently. Recently, Holy shit. Yeah, uh, it was. Was it my neighbor? Last summer? Ha. No, <laughs> no. It was a. Uh, it was a lady walking through my old neighborhood. I went to go visit a friend, and she like did like one of. And called we've me all seen Blazing oh. Saddles. Then, yeah. Oh um, my gosh. That would. How it is? How do you? How are you not punchifying everyone all the time? Because you. So you can't. You can't react to that because like the first time you react to something like that it's like oh he's the angry black guy yeah we've all heard so much about especially yeah when branch ricky used to own the dodgers and in the modern era uh jackie robinson broke the color barrier in 1947 and branch ricky said you know he had been wanting to bring a black player into the majors for a long time and there were some great players and jackie robinson was a great player first ballot hall of famer but 
he had to find the person he knew could take it and be better than any of his white teammates for exactly what you said. Yeah. So it's like, oh, there's the angry black guy. See, I was right the whole time. So he had to stand there, get spit on, get called the N-word, have things thrown at him, get death threats, all that kind of stuff. And he had to be better than that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have a quick question, Denzel, before we wrap this up. This has been a fascinating problem. Thank you for bringing it in. Um, do you think that there ha- that we live in a little bit more of a post-racial society with a black president? Uh, because of the black president? Yes. No. Okay. No. Do, you, do you feel do you feel that anything has improved? Oh yeah, things are constantly improving. Okay. I mean, by virtue of me being able to sit in the room with two, we you have know, what you Armenian, Arme- I'm Armenian, Armenian, half Mexican, two white guys, uh, white woman. Like I just by virtue of being able to be in the same room and we're not like constantly shouting racial slurs back yeah. and forth. Yeah, we made a, a lot a of progress. It's a new, it's a new policy. We're Randy. doing that. Yeah, there's been this has been a, this has been a re- Asian man, <laughs> <Sand> <laughs> devil. He just oh. called, he just called Randy a white guy. No, Sorry. he's pointing behind him. Yeah, We got a we got a full we got a full studio. Yeah, we got a full studio. I mean, things are things are constantly getting better, but it's. What's Everybody. the solution? What's the quick fix? I don't want the There is no quick okay. fix. There's there got to be a quick fix. No. There's a quick fix to every problem. Dick, I got it. Kill all white people. <laughs> I, got, I, got, <laughs> I got the solution. No more racism. Huh? It's How about just, that? Bam. Nah, that's Done. never going to happen, though. <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's tough because everybody's going to have uh, some sort of prejudice down the line. Like, if you have one bad interaction with a black person, that could color your, your outlook on all black people for the rest of your life. Sure. All it that's takes con- is that's like, confirmation bias, though. That is literally confirmation bias. Yeah, yeah. You had I mean, you had that one experience with so so um, I, and I see it go both ways too. I, I read this this account, this anecdote of a friend of mine who posted on Facebook that he was in San Francisco and he was walking down the street. It was actually a friend of a friend. He was walking down the street and he saw these these uh, uh, these teenagers walking towards him, and uh, some of them were black, some of them were Hispanic, and he thought, you know what? I'm not going to cross the street. I'm not going to. Uh, I'm not going to walk on the other side of the street in in spite of how menacing they looked. And these kids jumped him and stole his cell phone. <laughs> Jesus. And this this kid this guy's this guy's worldview was profoundly changed after that incident because he had to have, have facial reconstructive surgery. He got beat so badly. He had he had scars, he had stitches. Um he was really messed up and it was it was a really sad thing for me to read and witness because this was this was a guy who said I am I am definitely profiling from now on. Uh, he says I don't care about. He said I I was very liberal and uh, progressive. I I thought and I thought that uh, profiling is not fair and it's not right. And he changed his mind after that day. And I don't know how I feel about it well, because dude, isn't he an idiot for like trying to convince himself that his gut is wrong. Like, just because you feel menaced in a situation doesn't mean it's because you're a racist. Like, there's a big difference between, oh, uh, I get a bad feeling about this. I'm going to cross the street and get away from these gentlemen versus I'm going to follow this guy around the Apple store because he's black. Yeah, that's a good point. It's a big difference. I feel like you're shaking your head. I Okay, so one, you said they were teenagers, right? Yeah. Never... Trust teenagers. Never no. trust teenagers. They're no. they're full of hormones. They could break at any moment. They're and idiots. You just walk across the street if you see a pack of teenagers. You don't want those problems. Yeah, their right. brains aren't fully cooked yet. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Don't and don't mess with them. Don't date them. Don't listen to them. <laughs> yeah. Bad news. Yeah. Yeah. So also to a certain degree, you're uh, responsible for your own safety, 
Right. To, so, a, to a degree, yeah. Uh, if you're if yeah. you're walking down the street and your gut, like Dick was saying, is saying, like, mm, maybe you should get out of here, you should do that. Yeah. And what same reason why women will switch the arms that their purse is on when they see me walking by. Like, I can't be mad at that. They're looking out for themselves. That happens to you. Yes. Yeah. I, when, I, yeah. Well, that sucks. Absolutely. See, that wouldn't happen to me. No, no, I get a smile, but, big old smile from every chick. I'm serious. Yeah. 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 I give uh, a little dance too. Denzel. <laughs> do you ever walk like by John somebody's Travolta. do you ever walk by somebody's car and have them lock the doors? Yeah. 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 But I mean like it Have you ever had like, them hit a button and like Batman armor goes around their car? <laughs> That'd be nice. I want that. It's, car. it's black man armor. It's, it's, <laughs> <laughs> See, he deals yeah. with those little things that I don't think about. Yeah, me yeah. too. That's yeah. why I wanted him to talk about this problem. Because I got all these dumb stats, but they don't matter. It's there's there's a lot in my day to day that I have to put up with, but it's just like I mean, ultimately there's nothing I can do about it. Right. Like I like I could go talk to the person and we could try to work out like why they're feeling this way and like you know, try to have a kumbaya moment and say we should come together and not be mad. But ultimately, like, that's not my job. So, uh, Denzel, thank you. That, that was a fascinating problem. Thank you for bringing that in. Uh, and for Black History Month, guys. Yeah, yeah. And just I just want to note to anybody listening, uh, this is not me saying like, yo, like, feel bad for black people. It's terrible out there. It's more so me saying like this is this is what I'm making you aware. Here's what we're dealing with. Yeah. Some of us. Here's what some of us are dealing with on a day to day basis. Yes. Uh, just be understanding, and I think I think that goes a long way, Denzel, towards towards uh maybe helping solve this problem because things are improving. Things are getting better. Yeah. yeah. Hey, I know how to solve another problem. Black, white, Asian, whatever purple you are, you need a good shave. That's Amen why to that. today's episode is brought to you by Harry's. Save $5 off your first purchase with the promo code BIGGESTPROBLEM at harrys.com. Look, they're finely engineered German blades. There's a, it's a five-blade cartridge, a close, comfortable shave with no cuts or burns. Quality guaranteed. Full refund if you're not happy. And they won't follow you around the store. You know, if you go to CVS <laughs> to buy your razors, Denzel, someone's going to follow you around the store, right? For our black listeners, this shows up right at your door. Yeah. Nobody's going to follow you to your own door. No, no. Has that, has that ever happened no. to you? No. A gremlin pops out of the toilet and follows you to the front door. No hassle, no microaggressions, and no micro cuts or abrasions. Yeah. yeah. Factory direct Ooh. prices, cut out the middleman, ships right to your door. So their, bl- they, their blades are sold at half the price of the leading brand. Fuck the leading brand. Unless Harry's becomes the leading brand, in which case, harrys.com slash. But the second problem. guy yeah. then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I got a real I got a real problem. Thanks, okay. Denzel, but I got the real biggest problem Good. in the universe. Wallets. Oh, <laughs> okay. Yeah, wallets. I agree okay. with you right away. Oh, yeah? Okay, wow. good. Wallets are bullshit, guys. Well, did you guys know that the word wallet comes from the 14th century Latin word for slow thinking, underachieving, dullard, who's a slave to convention? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> is that, what do you a mean? How true? Is, what do you mean by true? Well, like 100% true. Okay. Just look it up in the dictionary. Nah. It's a slow, think, slow thinker. I'll just believe you. A slope-headed moron. Yeah, thank slope-headed. you. Slope-headed. Yeah. Sl- it's slopey, slopey four-headed morons. Whoa. Yeah. yeah. Wait, that's all racist? Yeah. 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 Slow- what? <laughs> I mean, like... I think that's yeah. that's like an old racial slur. Oh, it's a fucking racial slur. Oh, you are so fun. No, is it? Like, I, okay, no. let's take a 
verdict. Everyone, by by show of hands, who thinks that that, that has any racial connotation? Yeah. Yeah. Fuck you of guys. Of course it does. That's bullshit. <laughs> of what, what is it Because it because it it refers to like cavemen, slope headed foreheads. Oh, cavemen. so you're saying that saying originated with cavemen? Yeah. Like a bunch of Neanderthals, Neanderthals. and Cro Magnons were sitting around. And they said these slope headed no. Neanderthals. They're always fucking we, things up. We say that to about, about people like you're you're like cave like. You're uh, like a Neanderthal, right? Always Troglodyte. giving people more credit is than that, they deserve. Right? Slope no. slope refers to Asians. Not not slope headed. No, yeah, not No, not slope headed. But yeah. still, what is slope headed? What race is slope headed? Let's hear the wallet <laughs> problem. Does anyone have that? No one has that. You guys are all chicken shit. I haven't heard slope headed. Yeah, which yeah. I'm, I don't think. I mean, if you just that's because you don't talk to your racist Twitter followers all the time. <laughs> yeah, this guy. <laughs> anyway, guys, a wallet is basically a purse for men. Go on. <laughs> okay. Okay. You I may mean. think it's manlier because it's in your back pocket, but that's not manly. It's a purse. It's a purse, guy. It's a purse. You're carrying around a purse. Everyone's carrying around a purse. And everyone has too many cards. What do you, What makes it a purse? That it carries your shit with you, and you're putting it in your back pocket. Mm. Women can have small purses. I've seen them snatch out purses. I've purse seen a purse so small you can barely even see it. <laughs> <laughs> so it's the government of purses. Um, so anyway, yeah, it's, it's, it's just a purse and everyone has too many cards. Everyone, I want you to take out your wallets right now. All the, all okay. the, uh, uh, Sean, Denzel, everyone, uh, uh Dick. Randy. Rand, Candy, Randy, Bo Bandy, take hey, out your, take out your purse. Where's uh, my wallet? Denzel. <laughs> <laughs> red card. Oh, give fucking card. Sean a red, red card, card over there. Yeah, give more red cards. Red Hand cards. him all the red cards. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Plaster, oh plaster Sean's apartment with red wallpaper. Holy shit, Sean! Oh, shit. Uh, let me just break in. Uh, slope head is a racial slur yep. for Chinese. Oh, okay. Right. I bet not a single one of you motherfuckers were thinking that, were you, Sean? That's the first thing he said. Well, that's not what I meant. Clearly, a slope head is a chi- Chinese since when? Uh, since the 1800s, when, 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 probably. Like, Randy, uh, is that Urban Dictionary? <laughs> Fuck you, Randy. Okay. I trust. I trust the racial okay, slur database. It enormous racist. <laughs> it says it says Chinaman, but I said Chinese to make it legitimate. Oh, it's a Chinaman. Yeah. Okay. Well, no, that makes it less racist. I think because two racist words cancel cancel each other out. Ah. Yeah. yeah well, that's next true. next week we'll be bringing in being Chinese. <laughs> <laughs> I know a couple Chinamen. So anyway. Uh, <laughs> So anyway, guys, wallets. Wallets are purses for men. They're they're purses for everyone. They're they're mm-hmm. stupid. Here here's the thing, guys. Everyone has too many cards in their wallets. Why the fuck are we carrying around so many cards? How many cards do you have in your wallet, Dick? Sean, I want you guys to count right now. How many cards you have, and how many of them do you actually use? I'm gonna be, I'm gonna guess. Right, each of you one, have like eight or nine cards. One, two, three, four. I have four. I did you count? Well. Did you count every every card like or insurance five. cards too? Business cards count too. Insurance counts. Who do you think? Who do you no think has the most cards, cards in here? I think I think you do, Dick. I think you have the Maybe most cards, right. unless Randy's pulling his wallet out. What do you got here? I have a total of five cards. Denzel has five cards. What do you got, Sean? I'm just kidding. I have a fuckload. I'm not taking them out. <laughs> I'll take them out. <laughs> yeah. You know what? Would you estimate, Sean? Like, just hold your wallet up. Let's take a look at your wallet here. Look at that shit, man. You have like at least probably. at least 20 or 30 cards in there. No, not 20. Pro- what do you probably have like 15, in there? 20. Take, take some got, out. What do you have? I've got a debit card, two credit cards, a driver's license, like a thing, a card for like GNC. Why do you know all like of them a, off the top of your head? Because like I that? use them all the time. No, those, the uh, only cards. Uh, Vaughn's card. 
You know, because you got to. You don't need that. You, you don't need your boss card. get those deals, son. No, no, that's true. You can type in your phone number. <laughs> type in your phone number. You're right. Guys, uh, and how many do you have, Dick? Uh, what's, the, what's the total count here? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. I got some checks in here also. Oh, my gosh. Oh my this is Look an overseas check I've been carrying around for like three years because I can't find a bank that will cash it. I have those too <laughs> from, uh, from Amazon. I have a five-pound note. Uh, great, very useful. It's the Sean. only thing in my wallet because oh, I don't carry my money in my wallet. Yeah. I carry it in my front pocket. Yeah, me too. I so, got a driver's license. Then I got a fuckload of money. <laughs> Why do you have a second wallet? You have a second wallet in your wallet, dude. Because <laughs> <laughs> fuck is this? In case I need to like get into action real fast, I can bust this second uh, wallet out of my uh, wallet, yeah. like Optimus Prime, and then I could go incognito. This and is leave like my wallet behind. Like if I need to leave my wallet with someone, you take this wallet. Uh, and hold it here for me. I'm going to take the stuff I need yeah. and go into action. Well, speaking of taking the stuff you need, this, not this wallet-ception you have going on here. <laughs> but what you do, I, I started to look at my wallet critically a long time ago, probably about uh, six, seven years ago, when I, I pulled out my wallet and I was cleaning it out and I was taking all these cards out. They were like old business cards of people I'd met at parties. There were old uh, grocery store coupon cards and blockbuster cards and and my university ID cards, all the shit. I, I thought, my God, the only thing I ever use in my wallet is my driver's license and my one or two credit cards. What if I just started carrying around my one or two credit cards and my driver's license? And that's my wallet today. Here's my wallet. I'm pulling it out. Bam, right here. It's like three cards. Wait, but you That's don't have I'm, a wallet. You just have cards in your pocket. Yeah, because I don't. it's not a hassle, and I don't lose them, and it's not uncomfortable to sit on. They don't look like a giant, bulgy pile of shit in your pants. They'll make you look frumpy as fuck. You guys, you all look like you. You all look like uh, morons with your giant wallets walking around. You got big, big old bundle of bullshit in your pocket. If, if I'm well dressed, I will not carry a wallet in my back pocket because you're right; it does look bad. Put right it in the front pocket. Yeah, that's well, what the suit's for. Then it's like bulgy as well, fuck. No, no, well, sometimes, but you, know, you can see it. And if you're wear, say you're wearing a dress shirt, not like a, a full suit, but you're yeah. wearing a dress shirt, might be tucked in in your pants. You, you'll still see the. If you put it in your front pocket, you'll still see it. And you sit down on this thing, it gives you back problems. These giant-ass wallets everyone's sitting on, that you got so much meat in those wallets. You're sitting down on them. It's uncomfortable. you got this big bulge in your pants. You can't. You, sh- you shift to the other side, and your butt can't get comfortable, and it's leaving a big dent, and it's wearing down mm. your jeans. you got a hole in your pants. Mm. Guys, rethink the wallet. Be smart. I'm the genius. What I did is I just took my driver's license and two credit cards. Because, Sean, I bet after the first four or five cards that you named, you can't, you can't li- li- name the rest of the cards in your wallet. You got, a, you got so much shit in there. I have a few business cards to, like, uh, music places. So, right. So, scan them, take a picture of it, throw it away. You know, Done. it's a good idea. Yeah. I'm, I'm totally on board. So here's what I do. Wait, wait. You're on board with the having like a fistful of cards in it's your pocket? It's not a fistful. No, I have you three have cards. A, you can have like a, they make metal clips. Oh, okay. Yeah. You can do get you a clip. That? No, I don't need it. I don't need it. It's three cards, guys. If do you, you have any money? I do. In your pocket? So here's here's the thing. Here's here's how here's how brilliant my plan is, okay? So I re- rethought the wallet. Wallets keep cash and credit and your driver's license in it. That's all you ever need. I thought about it and I thought, well, if I'm ever going to reach into my wallet for cash, then I'm not going to be reaching in for the card, and vice versa. If I need a card, I'm not going to be using cash. So I put my cards in my back pocket, my cash in the front pocket. I never have to reach into the same pocket twice for two different things. 
Aren't you worried about losing it? No, I never like lose if you're anything. Sitting down and it falls out. Nope, never like lose if you anything. Reach into your pocket and get your keys and pull them out. It'll pull the money out. Too. Never happens. Never happens. I put my mm. my car keys in my back left, my house keys in my front right, and I segre- segregate those two. Here's the other benefit to segregating your wallet. And, and sorry to I talk mean, about that's segregation. So so obvious <laughs> red card again. He is just, God. can't help himself. That's the second red this. card. This is bullshit. Um, <laughs> so here's here's why. Also, if you lose your wallet, you lose everything. But if I lose one card or if I lose uh, a little bit of cash, like I'm not going to lose my entire wallet. I'm not going to lose my ID. I'm not going to lose my credit cards. I'm not going to have to cancel everything. Now, there is one potential drawback to this. If you travel to a high crime region, like sometimes I go to Mexico. And in Mexico, if I'm going to go to an area where I think I might get mugged or I might have to bribe a cop, I carry a fake wallet with me. And I put in that fake okay, wallet. There it is. A twenty or a, th- a twenty and a, and a ten, like thirty bucks. And is that a few, so they won't think it's fake? Yeah. And okay. they and a few fake IDs. I'm like, oh, yeah, oh, please don't, please don't hurt me, please don't hurt me. Here you go. Here's my here's my wallet. Because if someone mugs you and you say you don't have a wallet, then you're going to be in trouble. They're going to think you're an asshole and you're lying to them, and they might cause you some harm. But with the fake wallet. That's the genius. You hand really, them the fake wallet. Yeah. You carry around a fake wallet when I'm, you're in like a. Like an octopus shooting ink out of it when it's getting attacked. What do you do if you get mugged more than once, though? That's a good question. (laughs) Denzel, good question. I have two fake wallets. Do you really? I I really do. (laughs) Maddox, have you ever been mugged? No. What are the odds of getting mugged? In these places. Not, not, not too high, but not if it too happens. too high. No, like not too high. Extremely low. I generally only take fake wallets with me if I'm traveling in rough areas in Mexico, if I'm traveling through Tijuana or Juarez, you know, make some make some transactions, make some deals, huh? Mm-hmm. Drugs? No. No? no? Okay. <laughs> nah, yeah, you know, I don't do drugs. Anyway. This is a guy who's talking about keystrokes constantly. <laughs> I don't think he's hooking up drugs. No. <laughs> No, I so so you can carry a fake wallet in those instances where you need one. But really, guys, you should go through your wallets today. All the listeners, go through your wallet. You don't use anything other than your ID, your credit card, and your cash. Put your cash in a different pocket. You never need your cash and credit card at the same time. I'm totally on board. I'm doing this. Amen, Sean. Because really, you don't need anything. And maybe your insurance uh, ID card. There's a website here. It's called uh, dumblittleman.com. And <laughs> they they are talking about how to cut down on the wallet size. And this guy says, stick to the one, two, two rule. He says, credit and debit cards are a little easier if you have more than two cards in your wallet. You may need to rethink your credit and spending habits. Really, guys, if you have more than two credit cards in your wallet, what the hell are you doing with your life? Why do you need that much credit? You should probably not spend money that you don't have. Uh, Just carry the two credit cards or debit cards with the lowest rate on them, and you'll be forced to save money if you don't have a plethora of cards to choose from. That's not necessarily what you're doing with two credit cards, though. You can use them to buy things that you do have the cash for, pay them off at the end of every month, and increase your credit score dramatically. Right, right. To build credit, of course. If you're really responsible. Like a deal on gas or groceries. But you can rotate. Yeah, but you can rotate those cards if you need to. This this guy says, I try to follow the one, two, two rule, one ID, two forms of payment, and two insurance cards, health and auto, and that you usually does it and you really you don't even need your auto insurance card you leave that in the car i think i'd be too worried about losing all of my shit like even in my own apartment coming home and just throwing my money everywhere and my credit cards like well i guess i'll see you guys when i'm sober uh <laughs> have, have fun playing around my apartment like toy story while i'm passed out in the shower well you have to get drunk to remember where the fuck you threw it well i always have i like to leave a trail from my front door to my bed of all my shit like Keys, phone, wallet, pants, 
shoes. Dick, um, the the thing is, when you come into the house and you take the wallet out of the uh, out of your pants, throw it somewhere, it's usually because it's uncomfortable. You no longer have to do that with this new system. You leave it in your pants. You sit down everywhere comfortably. You can fly on planes without having to move your wallet or take it out and put it in your front pocket mm-hmm. or whatever the corny bullshit you nerds are doing with all your crap you're, you're carrying around. Bunch of garbage. You guys are like walking librarians. With a, with like a history of, of every party you've been to carrying around in your pocket. Receipts? Fuck receipts. Vote up receipts, guys. Do I have any receipts in here? Take that shit out. Throw it away. Anyway, this guy, this website too, um, adds adds another thing. There's a there, there was a website. It was called Just One Club Card. It's now defunct, but it's a nice. Uh, this is from um, Dumb Little Man. It says it's a nice application that puts eight barcodes on one printed card that I carry around. I actually played around with the resizing tool to fit much more on it with both sides. You, if you really need any any extra cards, grocery cards, uh, GNC discount cards, gym cards, anything you want, if you really wanted to, you could put all of that on one piece of paper with the with the barcodes. There, it's so simple. Cut down the bulge in your pants, guys. You don't need it, ladies. You don't need this bullshit. Cut it down to two cards, one ID, done. That's my problem. Or ramp it up. Get a fanny pack. Yeah. <laughs> get they a make wallet. Nice fanny packs now. Yeah, you need. You could get some hand sanitizer. Put it in there. Get a bunch of cards. Get way more cards than you'd ever dream of. Bring. Right. Get all your all your IDs from high school and college all the way back. But put a little Leatherman tool in there. Yeah. You never know sure. when you might need to unscrew something or saw something with a three inch long serrated blade that oh. couldn't cut through anything. There's so many different types of wallets. There's money clips. There's double fold bills. There's trifold bills there's uh long wallets short wallets there's wallets within wallets like you have dick there's just wa- too many wallets guys get rid of your wallets you nice. don't need them yeah i do i i well i use this when i go to the gym let me just pop it out all right is that your problem that's my problem dick what do you got that's a good problem i don't think it's as good as yours <laughs> as, as it doesn't Denzel's. involve like fake like uh f- fake escape mechanisms for getting mugged <laughs> yeah Wait, so, who? So you have any more? Have, I'm talking to you. Me? Yeah, yeah. No, my my problem my problem is huge, Denzel. I'm sorry. You, yeah, you uh, you got your black thing, but my I'm <laughs> segregating too. I'm talking about segregation. Segregate yeah. your cards. So okay, let let me ask you this. Okay. So you have two fake wallets. <laughs> <laughs> you get mugged three times. Do you just do you give your you get the, the fuck your out real, of that neighborhood? Yeah. Do you give away your real wallet or do you say sorry? I got mugged twice. Denzel, I hope if you I, understand, if I get mugged, <laughs> Denzel, if I get mugged, like the you're third, talking to a homeless guy. <laughs> yeah, if I get mugged, oh, sorry, I'm all out of change. Give it to the other two. If I get mugged a third time, I will reach into my actual cash pocket and then pull out my cash, which is which is usually on the order of like forty bucks, and then I'm out forty bucks. And then, and Denzel, let me predict your 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 next rebuttal, which is what if you get mugged a fourth time? Denzel, we're not living in Nickelodeon, okay? This is not like some Looney Tunes universe where you just keep getting mugged. If I get mugged once, I'm gonna go to the cops and I'm gonna get my second wallet, my second fake wallet, and then carry on, and then I'm gonna have my second. <laughs> you're definitely in Looney Tunes, man. <laughs> you're talking about carrying around fake wallets in case you get mugged. Yeah, <laughs> it's. Smart. I think it's smart. And I have fake IDs in there and I have all sorts of like crap in there. I you know what I do is I take business cards for people I don't I don't ever plan on like talking to again. I put them in my fake wallet to give to the homeless person. <laughs> Why do you have such an elaborate scheme for getting mugged? It's just smart. Have you ever been mugged? No. But I'm prepared. 
in case it happens. What if you panic and accidentally like reach for your money? <laughs> then you're gonna look real stupid with your fake wallet there. Though. Oh you, no, but you do you practice? Is what I'm saying. Like, do you practice getting <laughs> mugged in front of the mirror so you make sure you reach for the fake wallet? I do. I do put my fake wallet where you would expect a wallet to be if I travel to an unsafe area. But the other thing is the other benefit. This is like just nothing but benefits. I'm so I'm so brilliant. Um, you're not gonna get pickpocketed. When you go to when you travel to an uh, unsafe area, if you're ever in Europe and you're on a subway and, and you're in close quarters, you're not going to get pickpocketed because your cash is in the front pocket. And I oh, actually, someone tried to pickpocket me in Hong Kong a long time ago. Mm-hmm. I was on the subway and I felt something in my in my back pocket, like a hand tried to reach into my back pocket, and I just kind of chuckled. I'm like, "Go ahead, idiot. What are you going to take? What are you going to take? My my driver's license? What are you going to do with that dipshit? I have all my cash in my front pocket." And I turned around. I, I didn't even bother. I didn't even bother looking to see. I, I didn't give a shit. No one's going to steal anything from me. I have all my cash in my front pocket. You're not getting in there. You might you might get more than you bargained for if you do, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, I just realized something. Denzel, you got to check your privilege. Because I bet you're not worried about getting mugged <laughs> as you're walking around, are you? <laughs> so maybe Ooh. vote down being black is a problem. I don't know. All, all right, right I, here's my problem. Google delegators. What the hell is that, Dick? When you're... You're sitting on your device, yeah. minding your own business, cruising gone wild on Reddit or whatever you happen to be doing. Mm-hmm. And somebody comes along and says, hey, uh, hey, I wonder, I wonder what time the gym closes today. Will you just Google that for me? Oh, oh I hate that. They delegate no, Google tasks yeah, to you. No, I'm not Siri. Okay. I'm doing my own thing. Yeah. I'm involved in my own world that I'm in to escape from you. Don't bring your world into here poisoning mine. Yeah. Oh, I know right? who, I know who inspired this one. Everybody, everybody, <laughs> everybody does this to me all the time. What wait, what time's the movie? Just, 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 just pull out your phone and check it out for me. Oh, you're on your as soon as you open your computer. Hey, 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 can you Google this for me uh, real quick? I've been thinking about it all day. I just want to know how many bananas someone eats every year. Yeah. Can you just throw that on Google for me? You're not doing anything. Well, I am. I'm doing the Google myself. I don't have time for all your Google. What are you Googling? It's so important that you can't you, be gone, wa- gone wild, always. <laughs> it's like, it's someone, I don't know the word for it. It's someone prof- making you do some, their labor, they're profiting from it, and you get nothing out of it, and you have no choice. They oblige you to do it. I, I don't know what that's called, but that's what this is. <laughs> Yeah, um, I don't know that, not that people are I, not <laughs> laughing over here. Why? I, I don't yeah. know that people are profiting, Dick, from they your are. Google searches that you're doing for them. They're not. They're not coming to you. Hey, Dick, I got a real hot stock tip. Can you look this up for me real quick? Ooh. I'm um, about to place an order. I'm working my fingers to the bone here for yeah. them, and I get nothing out of it. Yeah, you're not working I'll just, your I'll fingers. I'll be punished if I don't do it. Well, what about voice it's, searches, Dick? Are you okay with voice searches? What do you mean? Like, if someone came over to you and said, "Dick, I need you to look up what a slope head is." Is that is that a racist? <laughs> is that a racist uh, uh, epithet? And you say, "Well, I don't know. Let's check Siri or whatever horse you're using Siri, right? With your Apple no, I don't phone." I use Siri. What do you use? My fingers. What do you mean? What do I oh, use? You, oh, 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 it's getting romantic on your phone. What do you, <laughs> does anyone use Siri? Do you use a vocal? A I, voice use vocal search? I use voice search all the time on my phone because it works great. My, on my phone, my voice detection works pretty well. Uh, yeah. It doesn't work when it comes to text messages. It's garbage. I hate touch screens. But when it comes to Google searches, I don't know what kind of magic they're doing. But it's uh, it's way better than any other voice recognition software I've used. Not perfect. But way better, and I do search. I do do uh, voice searches on there. No, I don't do those. They're dumb. Hmm. Just type the words in. Type the words. I have to fiddle around with all this voice shit. But you're working your fingers, your poor fingers to the bone. 
It's slavery is what I'm saying. <laughs> that was the joke. That was the joke. Happy Black History Month. Perfect. <laughs> hey, we're all re- bringing in black-related problems. I have the segregating wallets. You have your slate, your fo- your finger slavery. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it sucks. Yeah, how, I get how did, it. How did that not get a card? Yeah, give oh, me, yeah. who gets Finger a card, slaves. Denzel? It's funny, uh, you can say racist you. stuff. Both, gonna, gonna, he's tearing the red card in half. Gotta, both get, Sean, Sean gets you, all the... That's for you. No, I've gotten like two or three today. Yeah, you should get more. Okay. You get my half. I'm giving it to Sean. Thank you. <laughs> you I'm just going to start it. giving people bum information when they say Google it. Yeah, why not? Google it for me. That's okay. funny. Dick, I would expect you to do that first because you tend towards chaos. When's the gym close? Eh, two in the morning. How many wallets should I carry in other countries? Yeah. One. You're a man. You should carry one wallet. <laughs> Zero. At all, at all times. Zero wallets at all <laughs> times. Now. Wallets are dumb. Three billion searches every day. Three billion. How many yeah. of those do you think are delegated, Dick? Probably 90%. <laughs> <laughs> sure. So just people standing around without smartphones of their own and be like, hey, can you Google something for me? I need a quick hit. <laughs> yeah, that's what they do. I don't, know, I don't know what the psychology is behind that. And why does it bother you so much? Because I don't want to be, the, I don't want to be the doing the Googling. It's a pain in the ass. I want to do what I was doing. You got a phone. You use your phone. Hmm. What if their phone is dead? Well, you know what I was thinking? So so the only reason I was thinking that somebody could do this to you and not be a dickhead is that they suck at Googling. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Right? (laughs) See, See, this never happens to me except like with my father. That can't Google it. No, the world has passed him by. He doesn't understand. No. The phone the computer, if he knows where something is, he can remember the path to get it, but he doesn't understand the whole concept. So asking him to Google something, he's just never going to do it. And it doesn't help to send them the let me Google it for you links. That's pretty fun. (laughs) That's fun. I send that a lot. I I, I remember the first time I sent it was on a mailing list of friends. And it, it was kind of like an inside joke mailing list. A lot of friends would pass it back and forth all day long. Hey, check this out. Hey, did you hear this hot gossip over here? And I, so someone asked a very Googleable question in the thread. They said, what is this movie about? And rather than Google it for him, I sent him the let me Google that for you link. Got dropped from the mailing list. <laughs> <laughs> if, you, if you sent that link to my dad, he would think you're helping him. Yeah. He would think that's doing it for him. Oh, thanks. You know what? Fuck it. Let them see that slow-ass cursor go across the screen. Yeah. I love seeing that. It's so condescending. I love that. Yeah. But I do think I do think it could try to help people like learn how to do the Googling. The like, let me Google just, that for you? Yeah, yeah. Instead of just being like a fuck you, yeah. it could also say like, hey, you could have just typed all the words in here. Sure. Especially people who don't understand exact quote searches, which is, guys, if you want the exact phrase, put it in quotes. Super simple. One thing Google is not really great at for searching is syntax. Google gets all confused and uh, muddled when you type in certain syntax because it kind of confuses it with flags that you can put into your Google searches. I'm getting into really advanced territory. You guys aren't <laughs> on my level yet. Yeah, I know. Advanced. I you know, know. You know that Denzel, right? Engineer, yeah. right here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. That's that's my. Problem. So get Google delegators. Yeah. Uh, are, do you have any problems with any other types of gators? Uh, no. Alligators? Alligators are great. Mm-hmm. You can bring those mm-hmm. in. Yeah. Okay. They make nice shoes. <laughs> Just the Google delegators. <laughs> they, they make nice shoes. Did I yeah. hear that? Uh, nice shoes. Uh-huh. Yeah. Does shit. that fit any? Uh... Oh, they also make great sausage. Yeah, that's, oh, yeah, true. that's true. That's true. I've that's had true. alligator sausage. Delicious. Poop it out. All right. <laughs> Let's wrap this up. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks, Denzel. Do you have any um, shitty comedy projects you want us to pitch on here, like all the other guests? <laughs> no, no. Uh, 
What a hater. <laughs> you can follow me on Twitter and say mean things to me on the internet at that Denzel. Yeah. It's spelled normally. At that Denzel. We will link to it on the website. Uh, we would like to actually um, have you back at some point if you do uh, to hear some some of the comments you may have received for this episode. <laughs> it it be, sounds like it would be, it'd be hard to say mean things to you. Like it sounds like you just get mean things said to you frequently. Uh, I mean, that's I'm, I yeah, can I yeah. can uh, relate to that because I get the same thing. Like if someone I mean, calls me an asshole every day, uh, like on hate mail, but you it's did different write a for book. You. Well, you know, yeah. <laughs> I yeah. deserve it. That's the difference. <laughs> yeah, Denzel, you're, I you're am a, a bad guy. You're a super nice guy. You're like one of the nicest guys I've ever met next to me. I'm the nicest. <laughs> anyway, guys, my problem this week is wallets. Uh, my problem is being black. My problem is Google delegators. Thanks for listening. See you next Tuesday. <laughs> I got a voicemail from Waterboy. Waterboy, longtime contributor of the show. Hello, my name is Waterboy, and I really enjoyed the internet addiction problem. The one thing that I wish that was delved into, though, was kind of the stigmas that um, kind of go around the uh, ah, fuck, I'm just going to call again. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty good point. Here's one from Tim Cook. <laughs> he did play second fall. Oh, no, Maddox. It's your boy, Tim Cook. Oh, from Apple. Presi- president of Apple. Yeah. Tim Cook. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, what you think about me shutting down the cellar rallies? I ain't, I ain't going to be hustled by no players. I'm just going to fed. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. You all talking shit about my Apple products. Yo, what's up with that? What's yeah. up with that, Maddox? Tim Cook is very so, street. I bet you met my mm-hmm. cousin. Tim Chains, maybe you heard about him. <laughs> anyway, just by chance, if you need a list, I'm also a part-time list driver. But seriously, hit me up, dude. I need that cash. I really need that cash. Hmm. Tim Cook. <laughs> okay, Tim Cook. Fuck you. I'm tired of Tim Cook and Tim Changs. I don't want to hear anything from Tim Changs or Tim Cook. Any more Tims on the show. I'm putting a blackout on Tims. Um. I don't have any. For the rest of 2016. I got got one more. This one, this guy didn't like me. Hey, Dick, it's Devin from Wisconsin. Mr. Dick Masterson, the not white knight. You tricky dick. Mm -hmm. I'm listening to episode 20 right now. And guess who brought in a problem advocating for women (laughs) and (laughs) not having transgendered in the MMA? Yeah. Yeah, I just me. want these women to have their own thing. Is that is that so wrong? Is huh. that a quote from you, Mister Dick Masterson? Wow, the white, white knight, knight, white knight, white knight. How do you feel again. about that? Mm-hmm. Go fuck yourself. You're the most social of justice warriors. Yeah, <laughs> you even have a podcast where you can espouse your your my social justice, social justice warrior problems. Yeah, your warrior aggressions. Mm-hmm. It's like the the crusades on behalf of feminists. Yeah. That's what you are over here, the white knight, white knight Denzel and white knight Dick, the yes. whitest guys I know. <laughs> yes.